Hey, y'all. After my podcast yesterday morning, we had a hell of a day down here in the, on the farm. And cops got called twice. We wound up with a, the first time there was seven deputy sheriff's cars down here. The second time, there was nine carloads of sheriff, deputy sheriffs. The damn neighbor across the way, it, on the other side of my daughter's house, uh, the man and woman had left out Friday with a girl's van picked her kids up from school, checked them out early. And when the girl got off of work, she didn't have a ride home. And she texted my daughter-in-law for a ride, but my daughter-in-law had done took her medicine and was asleep. So she didn't, didn't even know nothing about the text. So the girl wound up getting a motel room in town for the night. She kept trying to get in touch with the woman that had her kids and couldn't get in touch with her. My daughter finally found out about the text message the next morning and went and picked her up and brought her home. And she still couldn't get in touch with the folks that had her kids. Come to find out, her kids had been dropped off at her mom's house over 100 miles away. And they had said that they they had dropped them off around 3 o'clock, said they'd be back around 6 o'clock to pick them up, and didn't show back up. So they finally picked them up yesterday morning. And the girl was on edge waiting for him to get back with her vehicle and her kids because she was planning on going to work yesterday, but they didn't show up by the time she had to be at work. So needless to say, she didn't go to work yesterday. Then when they did get back, She went over there to get the keys to her van, and those folks started raising all kind of hell. She told her kids to come over to my daughter's house, and they started raising hell about that, saying them kids wasn't going nowhere because she owed them money, and she wasn't getting her kids until she paid them what she owed them. Boy, that set my daughter and daughter-in-law off. And the the girl, the woman over there hit the the mother of the children. And that, my daughter-in-law took off over there and started trying to help her. Then the man, I was out in the yard, had one of my grand grandbabies in my arms. Then when my daughter-in-law got over there, the man decided that he was going to put hands on my daughter-in-law. I set that baby down in the grass. I told 
told one of the other girls over there, I said, get this baby, and I took off over there. Well, by the time I got there, he'd done backed off, but he had a damn knife out. I told him, I said, you touch one of my daughters again, and I'll kill your goddamn ass. He backed off. Still swinging that damn knife, though, so nobody could get near him. And that's when one of the girls called a law. But by the time the law got here, him and his woman done run back in the house, and we had the young'uns over at my daughter's house. Had the mother of the young'uns over there with us. Law comes down, we tell them what happened and all. And they called defects, or somebody called defects anyway, that the cops, before they left, said that the other woman actually had custody of the kids and that the mother had custody but couldn't be around the kids by herself. There's a long, long, long story involved in all that. But to make a long story a little bit shorter, we had to send the kids back over there, which they did not want to go. They were terrified. The little girl even got out there and told the deputy sheriffs how that the woman had grabbed her by the arm and was trying to pull her away from her mama and hurt her arm. But they still said we had to send the kids back over there. Well, come to find out, there's absolutely no food in that house, no electricity, so therefore no water, because they're on a well. No electricity, can't get water. And also, the girl's van is still over there. And the guy, after the cops leave, the guy comes out trying to take tires off the van. So, all the other women talked the girl into going over there and just getting in the van, crank it up, and bring it back. Bring it over to my daughter's property because the cops done said that none of us could go over there on that property and they couldn't come on our property without getting a criminal trespass. So she goes over there, gets in her van, cranks it up, and brings it right on over in my daughter's yard. Well, that causes them to go off over there again start raising all kind of cane. The neighbor up the street heard it. She come down and asking all kinds of questions, being nosy. She goes back home and calls the cops herself. Well, a couple of the same ones come back down and it's after shift change, so there's four or five new ones come down and it gets ugly out there. They threatening to, you know, we want to know why he could, wasn't arrested to start with, cause he come out with a knife threatening everybody and done it in front of the children. 
and one of the cops says, if I arrest him, I'm going to arrest every one of y'all and all the kids down here going in foster care. Uh, he didn't arrest nobody, but he did give the man and woman over there a citation for disorderly conduct, and he gave my two of my daughter-in-law's citations for disorderly conduct and the mother of the children a citation for disorderly conduct. Told them if they paid it before they go to court that it won't be on their record. But down here, disorderly conduct's a thousand dollar fine and we ain't got that kind of money. But defects did tell the the deputy sheriffs that time to make sure that the ones that had the kids were in a house that had running water and electricity and food by nightfall. So they told them folks they had to find them a ride and get them kids, you know, somewhere safe or else they was going to jail, straight to jail. So, I saw them over there today, so apparently they did get the kids off somewhere, and supposedly Defax picked them up this morning. They're supposed to have them somewhere local so that the mother will have visitation with them. I haven't seen the mother today, I'm hoping she went back to work today. But that that's one reason I stay in my little trailer over here all by myself, except when I occasionally get find some company to come over here to have a little fun with. Cause I'm too damn old for all that damn drama. And I ain't been a year beat a damn attempted murder case myself, which I'll tell y'all about that in another podcast, if y'all want to hear about it. Leave me a message on the Anchor app. Let me know if you want to hear about my attempted murder case. This is Bobby Ray. I love y'all. Thank you very much for listening. Catch you later. Okay, y'all. Bobby Ray has got a request. If y'all would sponsor my podcast, I would like to help this woman find her a place to stay so that she can get her kids back. She does have a job as a waitress. She's not making a whole lot of money. 
Y'all know waitresses only get $2 and a penny an hour as a, as a salary. And then they get to keep whatever tips they get. Well, she is doing decent at tips, but not enough to be able to afford a place to stay. Not to pay a deposit and all that. So, if y'all would become sponsors of this podcast, then I would use some of the money to get me some better equipment to make podcasts with, and I would use some to help her get in her own place. Not to help her buy a place, but to help her get into a a rental unit. Because her three kids are right now in foster care. And it's got her tore up. Y'all consider it. Think about it. Pray about it. This is Bobby Ray. Catch you later.